Hello everybody and welcome back to what is being called by some people the greatest Star Trek podcast that's ever been created ever. It's Star Trek Jojurations. I am one of your hosts, the frankly 50% uniformed Sean Ferrick, and I am joined as ever by the hairy, the wonderful, the far more angular than I am, Jack Tracy. How are you? There's coffee in that nebula. Yes! <laughs> I can't wait to cover this episode of Star Trek the Animated Series. Um, wait, what? <laughs> what, well, what episode did you do, Jack? Oh, oh, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what are we? I was like, this is a reference. This is a deep cut reference that I don't know. Um, <laughs> hi, everybody. I'm Jack Tracy. Uh, I am not wearing my standard uniform today. I thought I needed to switch it up considering how many uniforms Sean has. I only have that one, which I had made for myself. So this kind of counts. And also for those of you uh, watching the video right now, seeing what it is that I'm wearing, I also want to remind people that I'm physically relevant and single. So... Um, everyone, I, I, I honestly, I cannot recommend him enough. He tastes like strawberry. How have you been in the absolute, <laughs> I promise it's only been like a day since we recorded the last podcast. How have you been? I taste like gin and regret. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I've been good. So, so those of you listening, we recorded the first five episodes a while ago. Like we're talking beginning of 2022 because we really wanted to, iron out the kinks and figure out, you know, how we wanted to do this and get the videos edited before we had a proper launch. And in fact, we're recording this right now, even before we've launched. This might be the last episode we record before we're live. So, um, uh, yeah, it's been great. You know, I hope you all enjoyed, you know, and it's a while ago for you guys now, but I hope you all enjoyed the trailer. You're liking the video um, episodes. For those of you who are on our Patreon, patreon.com, uh, Star Trek Zhuzh, Z-H-U-Z-H. Uh, you get the full videos, you're attending live watch parties with us, you're getting all the goodies. For those of you who are on there today, thank you so much. Um, yeah, it's just been a lot of, like, getting this thing ready for launch. Absolutely. Uh, I just want to say, for the record, Jack, you have done so, so much work on this. I really, really appreciate it. Obviously, I am the face and brains of the operation, but you are really the brawn. Uh, you have put so much strength and effort in um that i'm getting sorry i'm getting a message from jack sean you're a prick okay that's fine <laughs> um so what we shall do now is just yeah, remind people into... of the format yeah exactly so what we do is we look at some episodes of star trek from all of the the from 1966 onwards that we think are not necessarily terrible mm. but could use a little bit of judging Jack, what, what does it mean to judge again? To judge is to make something more lively, exciting, or attractive. And also, I wanted to actually have this discussion with you on the air, Sean. I think we should make a rule that we do not tackle any series currently in production. Is that because of the tears and rage that will come spewing from your body if we discuss some of the current episodes? That is because... <laughs> We, for, for, for TOS through Enterprise, we have the benefit of hindsight. True. And plot lines are, have closed and, you know, everything, you know. I, I think we, we got to let, before we decide to actually get in there and judge it, um, I think maybe we have to, like, let it sit. Let if it you would like my, my private comments on certain things that have been happening, you can drop into my DMs. Uh, I suggest you do. They are a wonderful, spicy place. They, they oh, they're very spicy, and um, uh, sometimes I cry, but uh, it's fine. It's all going to be fine. It's all going to be fine. It's it's it, 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 it's it's grand. It's cool. <laughs> okay, that calms me. <sighs> I, I'm glad it comes. Um, <laughs> that was my so, resican flute for those of you <laughs> who were just assaulted by that. Sean, that, we're, that's that's one thing. That's one thing that I have to say. Like, yes, I have a ridiculously large wardrobe, but Jack just comes along with these props that I don't have, and he's like, "Ha, Sean, you may be wonderful, but you don't have a resican flute." I'm just like, "Well, 
Well, I see. And for those who 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 were horrified uh, at that uh, surprise flute playing, I promise you, no one was more horrified than my cocker spaniel, who looked at me like, "The fuck you doing?" Yeah, it's like, "Daddy, why have you forsaken me?" <laughs> All right, um, that I think that's enough uh, preamble. Let's get into the meat of this, Sean. What did you What did you subject me to? So I forced poor Jack to watch. Now, as you probably have guessed, if you're watching the video, you'll have guessed by the uniform that I'm wearing, but we're going to be covering an episode of Star Trek Voyager this week. And that episode is the third season episode, Favourite Son. Um, so I will give a tiny little, because there's not a lot of plot to get through, so I'll give a tiny little plot summary uh, and then we'll go into, you know, what I want to judge about it, what Jack thinks he wants to judge about it, and then maybe some final thoughts at the end. So, really, really quickly, um, Harry Kim puts his hand somewhere he shouldn't, gets horny, and almost gets beaten to death by some women. So, if we get... But, if we but, then, not, but not before bludgeoning the only woman of color in the show. It's, 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 it's not an episode that was good Eek. at the time, nor has it aged well. Eek! It's so bad. Ties all the white women up, bludgeons the woman of color. I had, up up until the moment I rewatched it, completely forgotten about that. And it was just like, oh my God, that's, that's bad. Um, it's, it was, Harry Kim, uh, without warning, fires on an alien vessel that's, uh, hailing Voyager. Uh, Janeway is somewhat annoyed by this. This leads to an exchange of fire and, you know, Bellana's injured, but she's fine because it's an episode of the week. It's not season finale. And, you know, the revelation is then that the stock ship that they pull out when they need an alien vessel, Arctus Baran's pirate ship, uh, flies up, shoots these ships away. Welcome home. By the way, Harry's actually an alien. Say what? Yes, turns out he is a Teresian. He beams down to the planet. It is a planet of geishas, which I will expand on as we go along. Um, and through a series of unfortunate events, Harry ends up in bed with two women. And you're going, what do you mean unfortunate events? Um, several interesting guest stars this week, which I'll discuss as we go along. But one thing leads to another. They realize actually Harry's not an alien. The ship that he fired upon might not have been quite the bad guys that they thought they were. And they are going to try and rescue him from being fucked to death. Um, right. Like, um, so the, 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 the gentleman who's there to show us someone previous to Harry who has arrived and is enjoying himself. I don't remember his name. He looks like a schmarmy 90s, like, he's always sort of like a TV 90s villain. Um, kind, yeah, kind of like about ten years earlier, it would have been Christopher McDonald, like Shooter McGavin yeah. from uh, Happy Gilmore, um, yeah. or I suppose in a Star Trek context, Star Trek, uh, Lieutenant Castillo from Yesterday's Enterprise. Right. Um, he, I, I do believe when they find him, his desiccated remains, uh, where he's jizzed himself to death. Uh, I, I, are they using the prop from the Royale? Oh my god, they totally could. It's it's exactly the same. You're so right. 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 Do you think uh, Riker looked at that and thought, well, that's a life well lived? <laughs> probably. He's like, <laughs> just walks in with fist pumps and, my man. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the plot. They beam mm. Harry away and they leave. There's mm-hmm. no resolution. There's no stopping this planet from doing this again. Um, there are plot points, tiny ones that I'll go through. Um, this episode... I think starts well with a nice little bit of a mystery. How does Harry know these things? And then just halfway through, just the arse falls out of this episode. Um, everyone was dissatisfied with it. Garrett Wang didn't like it. Uh, the producers didn't like it. There were reshoots for this that didn't help the episode. Um, this it God, just what did they add? By the end. They actually, they, they switched up. So there is a, a wedding scene. Um, of the smarmy guy to three of his wives in the middle of the episode. Right. And what they did is they reshot it to make it darker and make it more realist, uh, ritualistic, um, which mm. is a problem, um, which they I think was entirely the wrong decision. Um, so, so, yeah, so that, that's pretty much the plot. So Voyager be Voyager in. So Voyager <laughs> be Voyager in. And by that, I mean they take... Um, a few plots from the next generation and mush them together and do them poorly. So uh, that's that's sort of the... I think that's written on the dedication plaque in Voyager. Uh, 
Come at me, nerds. Um, so they basically took Identity Crisis up the long ladder mm-hmm. and mushed mm-hmm. them together to make a forgettable. I wouldn't say this is like two ghost candles. Like this gets two ghost candles. It's just like it's just forgettable. It's just it is. Uh, okay, some of the pro. So I love revisiting my notes, and I, I just like to read the things that I have in all caps or super bold. Um, why is everyone so horny? Ew, horny. Very up the long. Very. This is a very long ladder. Uh, <laughs> very Odo. Oh, the the, the like um, drawn to the Omicron Nebula kind of of it all. Um, I get that. Yeah. Um, Janeway is a star. And I had even more. Pre- she, I mean, she carries that fucking show. She's so oh, good. Yeah. She's such a great yeah. actress. Um, tuck me in. Would you like some Teresian pussy? <laughs> is a, something I wrote. Um, that is an actual description of that scene. <laughs> um, oh my god, he hit her. Um, yeah. Jesus, women be lying. Way too easy to escape. And then. The character moments. So the Paris and Harry character moment, way too late in the show. And yep. I did love, love showing, and I don't remember this from, I haven't watched Voyager in a while. I didn't remember this. I liked the relationship between Valana and Harry. Yeah. Kind of like I, a kid, I, kid brother kind of vibe. I kind of liked that. I really, because I think, uh, just really, really top line, really quickly, they, I think they set them up in Caretaker to yeah. be a kind of a buddy act. And then they just didn't go anywhere with it. But then you have moments like this where it's just like, oh yeah, I absolutely believe these as at least friends. Um, and then there's one moment in Scorpion part two when Harry Kim walks back up. He's been infected. He's been cured. And he walks back to the bridge and she goes, uh, uh, you've got to tension up your nose there. And like funny moments like that give us more of that. And yes, I'm sorry, I totally agree. I really yeah. liked their moment in this episode. Yeah, I th- I mean, it was stupid the way she got hurt. Because it had no payoff. So she gets hurt, and Harry's supposed to feel, like, this amount of guilt over, oh, my God, something I did. Well, one, the whole thing where he shoots the ship in the beginning. I would say everyone on the ship underreacted. It was like, Harry, oh, you should be shooting things. What you doing shooting things? Oh, you the, go down to the doctor the and you see what's being, wrong. Yeah, the comparison means Star Trek 6, the undiscovered country. <laughs> you know, right, the Enterprise fires a torpedo and everyone goes to red alert. Harry should be in the brig. <laughs> As they yes. figure out what he did. He there was an he start he potentially started a war with another race. Like it is underreacted to by everyone. Yep. It's all shucks from everyone in Janeway, like I'm gonna take away one of your merit badges. You know, like <laughs> I'm gonna demote wait, I can't demote you further. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. The longest ensign in the history of Starfleet. Um, right, I did notice the ship from Gambit. Um, um, oh, okay, I don't remember. I don't remember why I wrote this. Please remind me. Of course, Harry Kim dreams of soup. Um. So he's having a because I think he has two dreams, and the first one he's talking to his mom. <laughs> And then... Oh, yes, the dream of he is, like, his actual mother. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> of course, Harry Kim's dreams are about soup. <laughs> yeah. That I says everything about his character. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> right. All right, so what did... Okay, so that pretty much covers what I liked and what I didn't like. What did you like, didn't like? What's your problem? Um, I, I, I liked that he gets a bit to do, because Garrett Wong was massively underutilized in all of Voyager Hmm. Um, and he can act this is not a strong script by any means but I think to a certain extent he kind of does what he can you get that feeling of frustration from him you get that feeling of he's trying to figure it out with everybody else so I do like that and also I like how at least initially he's like oh maybe this isn't so bad I'm in a room full of women who seem to like me that's pretty nice I mean, right. most of the women on Voyager don't know I'm there. So this is a difference. So I, I did like Garrett Wang in this one. Uh, Kess gets a line. That's nice. Um, oh, then, yeah, she is there. <laughs> yeah, and pretty much. Uh, I will say the following episode is before and after. It's one of the best Kess episodes. So maybe they were saving her screen time for that. Hmm. Uh, I liked that 
uh, Chakotay gets a, a leap over the banister moment. Um, that's always good. Um, and then... Uh, I actually So, although they really don't get used at all, I did like the guest stars. Uh, did you know that there was a Terminator in this episode? Who would have that been? I'm judging by the look on your face that you did not notice that. No, it, it was from one of the first two, because I stopped, I, T2 was the end for me. Well, that would explain that. Okay, so when Harry is escaping and he takes the blonde woman hostage... The blonde right. woman is the TX from Terminator 3, Christiana oh. Logan. Because hmm. um, I saw the name of the credits and I was just like, I don't really recognize her yet. Um, so there's a couple of years between them. Yeah. Was the, the Theresian madam, the main Theresian, was she in other things? She gave me, you know who she, I'm sure she's not, but she reminded me of the, the evil person in the game. Um, it's, no, it's not her. So the actor is Deborah May. I've actually just, uh, I've mentioned this a few times, I've just finished a bit of a big rewatch of ER. She uh. turned up in ER a lot. Uh. Um, so I recognized her from that. She was in the DS9 episode, The Sanctuary. Oh, uh, that, she was the, 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 the head alien who couldn't, who, like, I, it was the translation thing. I am 90% sure that that is her. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I knew I recognized her. Um, and then the guy... The, the thing I had seen him in before was a film called The Last Exorcism, which is actually quite good until the end. Uh, but he's quite good at that. But that was literally, oh, it's that guy. Interesting. Um, and so uh, having said that, I, I like the, these. These were a, a cast of people who had done things. I just love the fact there was a Terminator in it. Um, so, but as you can hear, I am scratching for things that I liked. Uh, and because you've already mentioned the Balana scene as well, I, I did right. like that scene. Uh, um, didn't like... It goes nowhere near far enough. No. Um, like, this is such a muddled episode in what it's trying to do. Um, I see, you know, kind of like... Did, did you know that initially the plan was he really was a Teresian? That would be the big reveal. He really was an alien and would remain an alien for the rest mm. of Voyager's run. Uh, and Garrett Wang was really excited by this because it would have given him something... A bit more of a character depth to right, go like with, like with. making Julian Bashir a uh, uh, an enhanced human exactly suddenly, suddenly just changing his character to like sorry the old character was boring we're we're giving you a new person <laughs> I mean you're not wrong but yes exactly exactly like that so um, while I'm not massively sold on he was an alien the whole time I I would have preferred there to be something more about this so basically mm -hmm. uh, like I said at the start he put his hand on a rock one time right. Um, Gets called home. Oops, we figured it out and they leave. That's that's this episode. Right. right. Um, so yeah. let's let's take this break and decide how much Teresian pussy Harry will receive in our zhuzhs. And we will be right back uh, after this little break. Hi, gay. Do you like Star Trek? Do you like gay? Well, then you might want to join the Star Trek Zhuzhurations fan community over at patreon.com slash Star Trek Zhuzh. Z-H-U-Z-H. Why would you want to do that? Well, one, you think that Sean and or I are pretty, and you would like to lift us out of abject poverty. Or because you really like this podcast and you want to help support it and keep it afloat by allowing us to afford the administrative expenses of doing it. Or... You just want some exclusive content. So what's exclusive content on the Star Trek Zhuzhurations Patreon? That is your ability to get the episode before anyone else. You can also see the video recording of us doing the episode where we wear our Starfleet uniforms, me, my single Next Generation Command uniform, and Sean rotating through his collection of probably about 359 different uniforms which is currently the number of uniforms on screen between Star Trek Discovery, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, and Star Trek Picard, because apparently uniforms are custom to your design now. You can also have direct interaction with us with Ask Me Anythings that will hold, a weekly live event where we will be watching the episode that we are going to review, and even your ability to participate by helping us choose the next episodes on the podcast. So if you like gay, and you like Star Trek, and you like supporting independent creators and writers who are trying to do their thing, head on over to patreon.com slash Star Trek Zhuzh, Z-H-U-Z-H, and find a membership tier that works for you. In fact, I'm going to throw in a sweetener. If you sign up for our biggest tier, the most exclusive tier, which is our commander tier, 
for three months, I will give you a fourth month for free if and only if you direct message me on Patreon and tell me what this is. Do, 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 do. See you on the Patreon. So, as I as I mentioned in the the pre is that it was like a it had so much potential in its concept in like we're stranded. I mean, I always say and I'm, I know a lot of people say this, which is that a lot of year of hell should have been like the whole series. Um it, mm-hmm. The ship should not have been always pristine. There should have been problems. There should have been moral quandaries and ethical quandaries with, like, surviving. Um, and I know that Year of Hell was pitched for, like, an entire first—it was supposed to be the first half of that season. And Rick Berman was like, no, just do next gen. Um, I just—I I, I really was—like, I thought Bellana and Tom would have been the great sort of, like, upperclassman bad kid influence to, like— Boy Scout Harry Kim. I thought that could have been an interesting dynamic. They really should have explored more. Um, my favorite characters were always, before Seven showed up, um, were Janeway, Balana, and uh, the Doctor. Those were always my favorite. Yeah. Balana, I thought, was severely underused through the whole show. Yes. Completely. Yeah. I don't know. Um... Anyway, so I'm interested to see. Give me a little bit of a preview. Where, where, like, did you go full? Did you go like horror? Did you go mystery? What did you. My. It's a bit more. So I. For once, I actually kept a budget in mind for this one because I know Captain Kirk returns. It turns out he leaves the two regions and then Archer shows up through a time war. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, I reckon we could do this came. for just under $250 million. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I just, I kind of want to dial up the original idea that they that they, they kind of crapped the bed right. on, which is, you know, you have this, to quote Garrett Wang, he said, one of the problems with this race of, you know, extremely tempting women is that there was nothing particularly tempting about it. Wait, I'm sorry. You know, it was your standard set of the week. It was, you know, your standard, I'm pretty sure we've seen these costumes on half the pack lines Wait a minute, out there. wait a minute. So Garrett Wang's comment on how to fix this was, gussy up these whores. Uh, you're paraphrasing, <laughs> but yes. Yes, 100%. Uh, I don't want to fuck any of these women. Was, I think his actual quote was like, you know, they should have all been babes, like the ones you see on I Dream of Genie. Eek. No. So, but actually, no, I'm, I'm going to lean into that because they are sex vampires. That's what this society is. Women be so lying. dial up the horror element. Like, we only get one horrific element, which is the man's right. body. Right? And it's always, it's after the fact. So I do like that reveal. I would actually keep the reveal mm. of the body, but I would have it much more sensual up to that moment. I would have more of a kind of a gut punch change. Um, right. Like, as in... The audience, we're, we're, we're old and jaded. We know it's coming, but still have it, you know, at least try and make it more of a gut punch. Um, the description I used earlier on of uh, geishas, so that was very much in the minds of the writers when they were putting this episode together, that these were incredibly intelligent people who have been designed a certain way to be attractive to mm. men, to lure people in. Yes, sirens. So, again, d- exactly. Like, that, that end... I, Chop that ending straight away. The kind of it was almost like a, oh, this is what this episode was. It was the sirens, by the way. Yeah, no, don't, don't, don't do that. We're we're not mm. stupid. Um, so dial it up a little bit. Go with have it more than just Harry Gim. Have everyone be like, oh, okay, right, I get it. This is a, a race of beautiful people, which is something Star Trek does every other episode. So I don't really know why they didn't do it here. Um. Um, I just want to, okay, let's, let's just face. take a pin. I'm just, all of those, as someone who is not interested in women in the slightest, um, uh, all of those women are lovely. They're all attractive. They're all, like, like I, I want to be very clear. We're not, like, hating on these poor actors of, like, y'all ain't pretty enough. We need prettier girls. Uh, as you can see, myself and Jack swapped scripts this week. 
Um, so uh, yeah, he he was like, make them sexier. I don't like any of them. And I was like, come on, they're really nice. <laughs> Damn it, Jack. What um, are we, Rick Berman to Terry Farrell? Well, Sorry. Oh God. I mean, you're right, but ugh. Um, I would effectively turn this and uh, make them more like the Brides of Dracula. Mm. Uh, more characters, because obviously the Brides of Dracula are, I mean, they're like, can they even speak or are they just going to open their mouths and, well, All right. um, but, which is what the characters were meant to be in Dracula. So walk sure. us through but it. I would have more walk of that. Walk us through it. Right. So, I would more or less keep the start the same. I think that's fine. Uh, it's that shock. It's why is Harry firing weapons? Um, I would agree with you there should have been more of a reaction it's like Harry we really should not give the ops panel uh, access to the tactical array Mm -hmm. Um, but have more of a what was this and but have him a bit more certain I would do away with some of that uncertainty Uh, he's like oh why did I do this oh no oh no it's like no I did the right thing Mm -hmm. you know you might not you might not see why but I did the right thing this was the right thing then uh, have them pursued. I'm fine. We're getting them to the planet. I'm fine. Keep that the same way. That's fine. Get to the planet then, and dial everything up to eleven. Uh, have it very stylized. Um, I'm I'm okay with a lot of the conversations remaining the same because they have to remain on the planet. It can't be like this is so weird. We need to leave. You know. Uh, have it. You know. You are welcome to our society. Welcome home, son. Um, Maybe even introduce a fake mom and dad. You know what I mean? To really kind of... A little, a little bit more of a... You know, a selling point as to Harry staying. Mm. A little bit more of a... Oh, this is fine. This is, you know... Here are other families that have been reunited. It's all, of course, a massive front. But to really confuse... Or to convince them that this is safe. Um, I think in the episode the way that it is... S.H.I.E.L.D. goes up. Oh, okay. Well, we're just going to assume Voyager leaves... So we need to distract them a certain way. So the reveal going to be the ships who attack, it's all the same race. They're basically herding ships into these these vampires' lairs. So they, you know, they, inc- they infect them with the Teresian blood that will make them react violently to these mm-hmm. hunters. But this is all hollow filter. This is just all of the same race. These people herd alien ships into their mm. space so Voyager trying to leave they're gonna it's gonna be a firefight on the way out now Voyager will survive because it's a mid-season episode it's not a finale so there's not gonna be many torpedoes fired but anyway um dial up the haunted head the horror house but a bit more like even have people not walking out of the walls in terms of like changeling levels but everywhere you turn they're just playing with them they're from the Teresian's point of view Harry will not escape. There is absolutely no question of it. So they will play with him. It gives us a bit more runtime. They know they're going to fuck him to death. So they're having a great time with this. They're having so much enjoyment. We might have even a few more body reveals, but even if we keep it as the one character, that's Mm -hmm. fine too. Um, That wedding ceremony in the middle, uh, as I'm assuming that we're working under 90s level of censorship here, um, so we can't go what I would like to do maybe on the R-rated version of the episode is have the ceremony will include a ritualistic basically boning to show that you can choose to turn it on or turn it off therefore sex ritualistic is boning it's not... is one of my common Pornhub searches so I get you well, shout, out, shout out to all my hey, Mormon boys are you, are you the one who's been following me on Pornhub oh, mm. thanks very much I appreciate I appreciate um, those sticks are silly and I don't like them. Let's not have those sticks in the episode. <laughs> that would be the episode title of this of this podcast. Uh, those, those sticks, sticks are, are silly, silly and I don't, I don't like, like them. them. <laughs> yeah. It literally it looks like they're trying to attack him with a giant Tony's checker. That might be it the shirt. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that it. Might be, I, I gotta write it. this down. I'm gonna forget um, until I edit this. Those sticks are silly and I oh. don't like them. <laughs> like, have knives, have something that looks remotely um remotely frightening uh but one shot i wouldn't change for the world is the overhead shot of harry beaming out uh i think that was one thing they did really well because they really wanted to show he has no escape so the only way out is up so i really like that um yeah voyager figures out maybe give bolana something to do you know she's the engineer 
you know, she she decides, oh, hang on, they were going to fire. Oh, hang on, you know, kind of like, this is the same firing technique as we, you know, give her something to do as opposed to fridging her. Um, and then a full-on firefight, but twist being there's something in this Teresian DNA that says, you know, he knew enough to fire at that point of that ship, so he knows enough to be like, here's how you do to get away <clears> and <throat> escape. All right. So it's not a massive no. change. It's just dial up the sensuality. Um, dial up the... Yeah, exactly. Dial up the horror aspect a little bit. Give us a reason for any of this to be happening. Um, so that's where I'm okay with him staying Teresian. A bit like if you're bitten by a vampire, you stay a vampire. Right. You know, a bit like that. Um, and But yeah, I would make all of the ships that we see are all... They're all working for them. They're the Renfields. These are right. the brides. So that's that's how I would go right. with it. Which I think is probably the cheapest judge I've done since the start of this uh, series. There's a time warp, and Tasha Yar is actually the the, the captain of Voyager. And then we resurrect and Jim Dillon. Borgosis yeah. fly out. Right. Um, all right. So I went. I I I did what I usually do, which is I kept the basic ideas and structure. I. You've added I sex added. Oh, everyone just gets a sex candle. Um, um, <laughs> but they've got to climb a very long ladder to get it. But um, no, they naturally they. I grounded it in the lore of the show because Sean, mm-hmm. this is a sequel to Tuvix. <laughs> Are you? I'm sorry, whoever heard that down the uh, down their ears. Now that was me, sort of snorting, sort of laughing, going. You ready to what? see how? <clears throat> All right, let's let's All right. go. Let's so in go. the beginning, so same. It's going to be the same basic. Like Harry was infected on some planet. He's turning to region. Um. That that stays. That that all stays. But what what do you have to do? We don't have him firing on the ship. We don't have that as the real. What we have is first off, you get a, a some character moment um, with Tom and Kim. Um, at some point in the mess hall, hanging out, doing something. And Kim's just been down recently, and they're kind of talking about it. And basically that he feels lonely on the ship. That, you know, he doesn't, you know, he hasn't met anybody. He thought, like, at this point in his life, like, dealing with the fact that they've been away now for three years. And, like, at this point in his life, he expected to probably be a lieutenant, to having met someone, maybe starting a family. Like, this was his plan, and he just feels stuck. And nothing, he's just, nothing is happening for him. And he's, he's kind of, he's down about that. So we bake in that sort of like, that's Harry's sort of um, personal arc. So, but we have, what we have him doing, we shows like teases of it as it gets further and further through the episode is he is slowly changing. He's picking up new interests that people are going to be like, oh, I didn't know you did this. Or I didn't know you like this. He's going to start ordering food from the replicator that the replicator has no idea what it is. It's like, what is that? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a this and that, and you make it with this and that, and it's like, what? Like, no one it, it, referencing animals that no one knows, and the the computer has no record of. Um, uh, he's changing the arrangement of his quarters. Maybe like he got rid of his bed and he like sleeps in some weird, you know, something. It's just like he is just behaving strangely. So Tom and Bellana get a little worried about it. They tell him like, we just want you to go to the doc. Just go down to sick bay. Just get a scan. Because Kim, to Kim, nothing's wrong. He's like, you guys are crazy. So he goes and he has the scan. Doctor doesn't really find anything. Um, Kim's annoyed, but he he does it. Um, so they while they're in the middle of that, they're called to the bridge because there's a first contact being made. Janeway, the, the Nasari have shown up. And um, they're talking with Janeway. She's negotiating some sort of supply trade or something. And you get Kim sort of like, muttering under his breath and just being like irritable like just being clear that he don't like the nasari right Mm. it's not really picked up maybe one person next to him kind of hears him doing it but it's like you know what's this so whatever they agree to it requires an away team to go over and like make the trade or get the equipment or do whatever they're doing inspect something so tom balana and kim go over to the nasari ship as they're there, Harry is extremely irritable towards the Nasari and to the point of hostility. And and Tom and Bellana don't like it. And they're trying to like talk to him, like, what are you what are you doing? Like, what is wrong with you? 
and they start noticing he is having physical changes. So you start seeing the like the marks or the whatever. And when the Nasari see that, it's sort of like, what is okay, we need to get you back to sickbay. The Nasari see it. The Nasari know about what's going on. They know about the Teresian stuff. So they immediately recognize it. And Kim flies into action. He hurts Balana. He takes over the ship and and takes it on a course to Teresia. He fires on Voyager okay. to cripple it for the moment, and they're gone. So you've got an injured Balana, Tom, uh, and he know he knows the controls. He knows what he's doing. He gets to the point where he's not even speaking English anymore. He's speaking in an alien language. Right. So okay. what? Like I'm just like, what is going on? Very similar to Data taking over the Enterprise when uh, the homing beacon is activated. Like, yeah. like, who is this person? Like, right? So. We get to Teresia. The Teresians are actually very apologetic. They beam everyone down. They treat Balana. They apologize that, you know, this is not how this usually happens because usually the Nasari aren't involved. We have a long history with the Nasari. It's, you know, baked into our, you know, we, we've hated them for, you know, we hated them forever and yada yada. Normally, Harry would just find his way here. They don't understand what, he's, what they're talking about. And they explain that their, the hunt centuries ago, their race um, became completely infertile. That they, they just, there was, Teresians could no longer mate and they were facing extinction. They tried interspecies mating and nothing. There was something about the Teresian, to have a full-blooded Teresian could not produce or carry children. So they discovered a way, they came up with a way because they, they didn't want their species to die out and the way that they decided to do it was... Um, they, they seeded these planets in the area with the infectious agent because once you are sort of, you, you, it turns you to region and in the period between, in the, in the transition period where you, you start to, uh, to, to lose your species and become them, at that point... You have the like you 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 do not lose your fertility until you're fully Teresian. So that's like the mating period, and there is no one on Teresia who was born a Teresian. Not one person. Okay. They're all people that have by this point because it's hundreds of years later, and that is how they procreate. Mm. That is how that species procreates. So they explain. Look, Harry is a Teresian now. It's changing everything about him. Um, we have failed attempts with Paris and Bellana trying to reach him. He's just not Harry anymore. Um, right. So they're kind of grappling with that. And we up the ante of, like, not liking the Teresians because they have them attend some, some ceremony or something. It's a welcome thing for Harry. And during it, they execute the Nasari crew. Because they're they, they hate they hate okay. the Nasari. So Tom and Balana are on like high fucking alert. Like this is these are dangerous people, and we've lost our friend. Okay, Voyager finally arrives, and here is the Tuvix dilemma. Okay, Janeway re sees what she gets clued in on what has happened, uh, what has happened to Harry, and it's the it's the. And with the doctor and looking over, he's now done, you know, more scans. And it's like, he is a new being now. He mm. is, this is not an infectious agent. This is not a disease. He is rewritten. He is a new thing, um, a new person, a new species. And we'll see that Janeway has been haunted about her decision about Tuvix. And she was, is not sure she made the right decision. And we're going to have her talk to Tuvok and Neelix about it and get their sort of thoughts about what happened to them and actually make it a little more, like, a little more weighted about what actually happened in that episode. Um, so anyway, uh, Tom gets scans to send to the doctor. They pretty much find that they, like Tuvix, can fix it through the transporter. They can remove it and, and do, you know, whatever to, to fix it through the transporter. The question is, do they? Does Janeway make the same decision mm -hmm. again? Meanwhile, Harry on the planet is having the best time of his life. He meets someone. Um, um, 
the the Teresians are like pushing him, being very pushy to consummate the relationship so that he could have his next relationship and his multiple wives. That's all there because, you know, it's not every day does, does, does someone, you know, start transitioning and come to us. So like when they get here, like we've got to, like we're trying to keep our species alive. So it's important that, you know, we have multiple relationships that, that we're basically breeding. Um makes Tom and Blana deeply uncomfortable, but Harry is like a hundred percent like whoever Harry is now, maybe he's even taken a new name. He's just he he's happy. Right? Janeway has decided as much as she doesn't like it, Harry isn't Harry anymore, and she thinks that maybe she needs to make a different choice. And then what happens is the doctor realizes through continuing to do work that what is changing him will kill him in a number of weeks. And they okay. they basically, they, they confront the Teresians about this, and they're like, well, yeah, like, the transition happens during the period of him changing. He is the most fertile. They uh, breed new Teresians, and then he dies. That's, 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 our, that's our race. That's, our, that's how it works. Sorry. So sorry. And now Janeway feels like, okay, she no longer has a moral quandary, and we need to... Okay. We need to get him back. Um, so she gets Tom and Balana to do some sort of, you know, getting him out of lowering the shield, getting him out of the um, out of the, the the place that's sheltered from transporters. Whatever it is they got to do to get Harry out, um, we can have Balana bludgeon someone. Um, <laughs> a little action sequence there uh, about getting getting Harry out. Harry is not going to want this, and in fact, he like mm-hmm. cries out for his wife. Uh, or his to-be-wife, like his whatever. Um, Tom and Blonde are deeply conflicted as they're doing this, whether they're doing the right thing. The transporter happens. They're back on the pad. Harry is Harry. The Teresian warship attacks for kidnapping one of their people. They're more powerful than expected, and Voyager's like, uh-oh. But surprise, surprise, Tuvok and Chakotay were sent over to the abandoned Asari ship, and now it's two against one. So the Teresians back oh, off. Oh, nice. Okay. They leave... That's the end of that. Later in the quarters, Tom talks to Harry, who's recovering. He asks if he remembers anything. Haunted, Harry says all he remembers was being happy. And that's it. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. I like it gives it a depth, which is missing right. from the episode. Um it because yeah, because in the in the series. Tuvix is never mentioned again, and yet it's pretty much the number one thing that gets mentioned when people talk about, oh, what do you think about plots that should have been picked up on in Voyager? Uh, right. in, in Well, in most of Voyager, and I think this is the Rick Berman of it all, most of things that happened in previous episodes are never referenced again because they were trying to be the anti-Deep Space Nine and make sure that mm. every episode of Voyager, you could just tune in and watch it and not have to know anything prior, which may have been the way things were, and, you know, maybe we can't be too critical of that, but honestly, like... Who's just tuning in for one or two episodes of Star Trek? Is that a big audience? That's is that a big, is that a big market? Um, well, I don't know. Apparently, apparently, to uh, Alex Kurtzman, we uh, the the market is eighteen to twenty four year olds. So, um, all right. Well, did you know what? I actually, I I do not know enough to comment on that because I don't know what the market is in the nineties. Obviously, this was the this was the flagship show of the UPN. Right. Um. So they needed it to do well. Um. I really like that idea. Um, I it definitely gives Garrett Wang an awful right. lot more to do. Um, I think it helps as well. I don't know if this is your intention, but it will help by giving Paris and Bolana more scenes right. together because in the very next episode, which is a time travel episode, um, Tom tells you know a future Tom tells Kess that he and Bolana were an item. Ah, so this is before. Did not know that. That was unintentional. I mean, before. I know that Tom and Blana get together, yeah. but I didn't know that the the next episode and that that happened. Oh, okay. So yeah, um, really, and I like the way the the stakes are raised by the execution of the Nasari crew as well. Right. Um, because who doesn't love a bit of execution? Uh, yeah, really like it. Yeah. Really like it, and also it wouldn't be a break the bank thing as well. You have me so concerned with budgets. Uh, but it wouldn't be a break the bank thing either. So I re- and I love that twist yeah. as well that Tuvok and Chicote are over on the. Well, Masari I should vessel. I should note that the lead Teresian in my version is played by Meryl Streep. So, well, I mean, naturally, it would be wrong to cast anyone else. 
<laughs> All right. Well, we'll give you this break to ponder our zhuzhs. Make sure you drop it over at our Instagram, Star Trek Zhuzh, Z-H-U-Z-H. Let us know what you thought of our ideas. If you have any ideas of your own, we'd love to read them on future episodes. And uh, we'll be right back to let you know what we're doing next week. Hi, gay. Do you like sex? Do you like gay? Then you might like my other podcast that I currently co-host with J.J. Bozeman called Dying Alone Together. What do we do on Dying Alone Together? Well, we talk about uh, dating and sex and relationships in New York City. You can hear fun stories like the time J.J. got into a windowless van to jerk off with a Hasidic Jewish person. You can also hear about my time in Fire Island where I woke up in a man's bed covered in my own diarrhea. Or how about J.J.'s handy medical tips, including his homeopathic remedy for anal fissures, which includes syringes and raw eggs. So if you like me on this podcast and you think I'm funny and you want to hear more about my horrific dating and sex life in New York City, join us over wherever you listen to, well, this, at Dying Alone Together. Guests include RuPaul's Drag Race's own Britta Filter and Honey Davenport, legendary drag icon Sherry Vine, and we do actually have non-drag guests, which include HBO Max's The Minx's Oscar Montoya and your very own Sean Farrick, who joined us for a very special episode. So if you like gay and you like sex, you are going to love Dying Alone Together. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. So, Sean, I believe this is episode six of our podcast, and... I know it's a bit early, but I think I need a vacation. Okay. I think I need a vacation. Oh, no. I think I think oh, I need I to take a break. <laughs> and um, you know, we are always teasing the the Voyager Sex Lizard episode. I, I I don't think it's time yet. I don't think we're there yet. I think I think we need some we need to shake this down a bit more before we're ready to tackle something like that. So so I think we need a break. So okay. I would like to head to Risa. To again deal with some weather problems because that always makes the best episode. Um, we can go with our best buds, Dax and Worf, and go hang out with Vanessa Williams because we're doing Let He Who Is Without Sin. Okay, best of luck to both of us for judging this one. Um, yep. I remember okay. watching this one like when it aired. I remember mm-hmm. the teaser. I remember watching it. I remember being very excited about Vanessa Williams because I do love Vanessa Williams. True. Um, yes. Yeah, and then I remember walking away, and I have not watched this episode in years. I remember walking away thinking, right, so they should break up, and I want Dax with someone else. And also, Worf is a terrorist, and probably should be arrested. I don't remember that part, but I I do remember um, that it is yet again about malfunctioning weather systems. Which, I think, malfunctioning weather system is code for we are out of ideas. Yep. <laughs> when when has there been... Okay, nerds, nerds, tell me one episode where the malfunctioning weather system is part of a good plot, aside from the ecological disaster at the beginning of Star Trek IV. Mm. Aside from that, give me an episode where the the weather is a good idea. Lessons, TNG season six. Neela Darren and the firestorms. Okay, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Fire I was just storm. like, you know, oh, damn, you were making a good point there. They're just like, like thanks, Sean. Yeah. I have an idea. In um, episode two seventy-four, right? Exactly. Uh, it says two people who are <laughs> reviewing episodes. Um, uh, that a firestorm. And needing, like, shielding from, like, a disaster. Like, I think that's a little different than, oh, those satellites are malfunctioning again. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, I take the point. I take the point. Anyway, so we we will meet up with our Horgons in hand. We are looking for Jamaharon. And um, let he who is without sin judge this episode. I love it. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> All right, I can't say I'm looking forward to it, Jack, but I we will have a lot of fun with this episode. We, we, will. we will. I love that we end all of our podcasts with, so um, how dare you for doing this to me? And, Basically. Uh, I don't want to see you again. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's, that, that, that's accurate. That's accurate. Now, I was actually I, think. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I will not be looking at any of these things because I'm done with seeing you, but let's tell the people where to find us all. Um, right. So before you get uh, this next episode, there's a couple things you should check out. One, of course, our Instagram, instagram.com slash Star Trek Zhuzh, Z-H-U-Z-H. You can also go to Star Trek Zhuzh on Patreon, join one of our many membership tiers. Um, we have They go from Ensign to Commander currently, I believe, and you can get everything from early releases of these episodes, the full video. We put in a, uh, an abbreviated video on YouTube, so you can get the full video versions of what we're doing. You could attend the, the, the actual, we're going to hold viewing parties of us actually sitting and watching the episodes, taking our notes and getting our ideas. You can join and be part of that. You can help us pick the next episodes. And actually, Sean, I would like to, um, to, uh, suggest to you that maybe every 10th episode we do a gusheration and we gush over a good episode oh i love that idea yes right um and maybe that's something the patreons will be the ones to pick which one we're gonna do great idea um so join our patreon um if you're not part of the patreon just make sure you drop us a comment here you like you subscribe you share it with uh, a fellow star trek fan you think might find us entertaining uh help us grow it really helps uh, and then you can also check out our merch store. Uh, there'll be a little link in the bio. We are releasing an item of merch, a t-shirt. You can get it on whatever you want. But a specific uh, item of merch related to something we said in each episode. Um, you know, our first one, Sabrosa, is obviously done I Light That Candle. We've got some Alamorain. We've got all sorts of fun uh, uh, Easter eggs from our episodes. I'm pretty sure this one is going to be... These sticks are silly, and I don't like them. <laughs> right. So uh, check out the – get yourself a T-shirt and um, uh, take a picture on Instagram and tag us and flag us. We, we would love to see it. Right. I think that's all the links. You can also follow me at, at Jack Tracy Official. Lovely. You can follow me at Sean Ferrick on pretty much everything. You'll get me Twitter. You'll get me Instagram. You will get me on TikTok as well. That's, that's, those are the only ones you want to mention? Are we allowed to mention other things? Do do a do a quick Google search if you would like to see more of Sean Farrick. And go. Uh, uh, right, go to my Twitter and have a look at the link in bio. That's all I'll say. Right, right. Uh, so we will see you next week for uh, a, a Risa adventure, uh, which I'm sure is just as good as Captain's Holiday. And yay, uh, <laughs> yay! <laughs> all right, from our ready rooms to yours. Star Trek Jujurations is not endorsed by CBS, Viacom, Paramount Pictures, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and educational purposes only. Star Trek Jujurations theme song includes elements of the Star Trek The Next Generation main title and is done so under U.S. copyright for fair use for parody.